0: Morning, guys. How are we all? Okay,
1: good. We've got a little bit to get through. Yesterday, Craig Bellamy dropped a bit of a bombshell. He said uh, that the Melbourne Storm would like to play maybe the rest of their season on the Sunshine Coast.
0: Yeah, I saw that. He also came out and said he'd like to take some of the games away from Suncorp and bring them up to the Sunshine Coast Stadium. So that's that's great news for us because obviously we'll be able to attend those games because uh, I think that, well, obviously have to be a COVID-safe plan put in tight place, which I'm sure local Council will be able to do. And then if that's the case, we'll be able to attend... Uh, the Storm games. There's a bit difference between the Storm and the Broncos at the moment. The Storm wins.
1: Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> right. Let's just, I'm
1: ready to jump camp. Yeah, same here. Let's yeah. just move the Broncos aside <laughs> and we'll bring in the Storm. And then what about last night? Speaking of the Broncos, Matty Johns has called out Anthony Seabold, says he doesn't use the people around him very well. And he says it's a grave injustice that um, Alfie Langer runs the water. What do you think?
0: Well, it's presented that way when you look at the support staff around Anthony Seabolt, I don't even know who they are. Now, I'm not saying I know anything about football, but I do know a few people in the game. Um, He's got his own camp of of people that he uses, which is fine. That's what a coach does. But when you've got a a side such as the Broncos, which has such a rich vein of history and so many former greats in and around the club, um, to not use that knowledge... It's almost bordering on negligence. That's what me John's obviously highlighting. If you're winning, fine. But when things aren't going right, you've got to look at different angles and different processes and try things from a different tact. So why Seabolt's not using them defies a little bit of logic. And um, right now, he needs to be loving... Uh, the Broncos' history and the Broncos' the old boys because his supporters and the foundations on which he has a coaching Kenya at the club is getting very, very shaky.
1: Yeah, yeah. And look, you know, you can't really lean on Alfie Langer too much because he's still playing for the Broncos, right? Like, he's a player. <laughs> well, he's, he's sitting out than when he played. I already I, I, I did because he, he's on the field talking more than he used to.
0: Um, so, yeah, he, He's um, a player that, uh, a former player who I-, I would definitely lean on without a doubt because he's one of the greatest halfbacks of all time. And right now, it- it's the halfback positions and the halves that actually are-, are faltering. So why he's not using him? And especially, mate, I would be bringing Kevin Walters into the camp yesterday. He yeah. would be signed up as an assistant coach. Why that's not happening? He out and said he'd do it as well. He's, uh, he always no registered to Bob because obviously CBO got his job. Kevin Walters, when he was there, his the last time he was in 15 and they made the grand final.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And wait, look, is there any chance at all Alfie Langer would ever end up as a coach? No. Yeah. No,
0: that's, uh, with all respect, that's
1: not our strong suit. Yeah.
0: Um, but what he is, he's a great mentor. And his specialty, his technical advice, but um, the, 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 the planning and mapping out of a whole season, that wouldn't be Elf's strength. Yeah. He, he'd be great just to have it as an assistant. But he, he should a, be
1: brought a, into the fold. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: definitely, definitely. And, and, and also he'd be the entertainment officer. Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> goes Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, he does a bit of dancing too every now and again as well. Hey, uh, now, Bill, let's have a look at the round tonight. The Storm in fourth taking on the Roosters. This will be an awesome game.
0: It'd be a cracker. It. It's at Suncorp, as we said, they've placed themselves now out of the Sunshine playing in southeast Queensland. Uh, 4v3, brilliant game. Roosters last week, unfortunately, lost two great young players, Sam Burrells and the great Victor Radley with ACL injuries. They're, they're down on troops a little bit, uh, but their storm is... So the Roosters' squad is so deep. They've got so many good players. How they fit them under, they, they have a salary cap. They call the Sally Sombrero. The Roosters, it's that big, their salary cap. <laughs> um, I think the Roosters will pit the storm in a great game.
1: Uh, the Raiders taking on the Dragons tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, big game for the Raiders. They've had back-to-back losses. They've got a bit shaky. Um, they're not playing anywhere near what like they did last year. So hopefully they'll come good. The root sorry, the Dragons, who are poor at the beginning of the year, have come good uh, and playing much better. But the Raiders are mine to get back on the winners' circle.
1: Now North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Eels in first. They're a bit hard to catch at the moment. The Eels.
0: Yeah, they're red hot. Unfortunately for the Cowboys, who played great last week, they uh, surprised everybody by pounding them. The Knights, uh, I think it was 34-0. They were far too good for the Knights. Um, but I just think that uh, the yields as you said, too hot, and they'll get the
1: Cowboys. Uh, now, the Sharkies are in 11th, taking on the Titans on Saturday afternoon and 13, coming off a massive win against the
0: Broncos. Ooh. Oh, it wasn't that good to watch. But if you're a Titans fan, it was some of the best footy I've seen on play in a long time. They got some great young players. Milwaukee Santa Wake, superstar young front row. But what's very impressive is their young coach. He like got him from England, Justin Holbrook, um, superstar over there in England playing the coaching for St Helens. He's done a wonderful job there already. He's only been there for probably a quarter of a season. I've actually got the Titans to win this one back-to-back for the first time in a long time. Wow. I'm watching what i am seeing coming out of the Gold Coast.
1: Poor old Bronco's taking on the Warriors. 14 versus 15. How are
0: we going here? I'll oh, make as profound as I can. They cannot lose. <laughs> I can't.
1: Surely. I can't. Because
0: the, top, the Warriors have lost their best player... Roger tulbasa one of the best players in the competition. He's just an absolute superstar. He's been suspended for one week. So if, if the, the, the Broncos can't win this, I'm getting lower and lower. As I'm saying, if the Broncos can't win this, then it's good night for everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Tigers <laughs> taking on the Panthers. Cat versus Cat.
0: Ah, this will be a, a great Cat fight because they're both in form. Uh, the Tigers are playing some good footy. Penrith for mine, Dark Horse, to win the competition this year. That's right, Blybos. Can I have it? <laughs> By round eight, the Dark horse is
1: Pitter Panthers. All right. No win for... that one. Uh, Seagulls taking on the Knights on Sunday, Avo,
0: Knights to win that one. Seagulls, too many injuries. Uh, they always punch above their weight, uh, the Seagulls. But the, the Knights had a good win last week against the Cowboys. Uh, sorry, the Knights to bounce back from their loss last week to the Cowboys. Uh, I just think they won't play that bad twice in a row.
1: And the Bunnies staring down the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are wooden spooners at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not going very well. They've got a new prop they brought across from England. I don't think it'll make that much difference. Um, yeah, rabbits to win that one. Billy Moore, thank you. Thanks, guys.